0: My best friends in a gun rack. I'm a low life. I owe everybody money. I think racist jokes are funny. I'm a low life. I got a dirty mind. A gutter mouth. I'm making time. I'm going out with your wife. Cause I'm a low life. What's up, you dirty motherfucking cunts? It is Friday, and we're back with another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopper Podcast.
1: (laughs) Welcome to your motherfucking Fridays. We got a fantastic show for you guys. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Chicken Richard joining us for the show. (laughs) A little bit later on in the episode, but... Before we get into that and a whole bunch of other good shit that we got for you guys, let's kick this shit off the way we always do with these mother sponsors. First up, might as well do it first, Chicken Fried Choppers, the fucking owner of chopshit.com, your go-to place for all your stickers, pins, patches, hoodies, and goodies, you Low Life Chopper merch Hey, got it time. Available there as well The He's brand new fucking merch It's true The most comfy fucking shirt we've ever made Dude, He's got a ton of cool shit He's got Old Man Motors handlebars He's got Hypnic Chirk taillights He's got the ton motorcycle magazine And a bunch of other shit but we'll get into more of that when uh, he joins us a little bit later on in the show Next up We got ChopCult.com the homie Lisa holding it down over there for seven years now was it
0: uh yeah fantastic
1: run head on over there to check out the classifieds scoop some shit that you need for your next build make a build thread on the forums check out the Rolodex to see who's in your area if you haven't already met them through this show and then fucking shoot Lisa a message and tell her thank you for doing such a great job over there next up we got Paco. 50 years strong in the game. Making some of the dopest. Custom frames, they got exhausts. They got transmission components. They got fucking pretty sure you get SNS motors right on their fucking site too. All kinds of dope shit. Really? Over there. Paco Parts on Instagram. Yeah. Paco dot <laughs> com. Paco. <laughs> Podjco.com. Paco, Paco, or Paco, wherever you want to go, any way you want to it's slice kind of it, where you come from, right? And I know we did again another kit. Shout out to Pizza Overlord for winning last month's giveaway. That custom destruction helmet, hand painted by Frontiersman Studio. So you might be wondering now that that's all over and done with, who's the next giveaway sponsor? And you have to wait a little longer in the episode to find that out. We got some news on that front for you motherfuckers. But I think that covers it as far as what we got for sponsors. Did we miss anybody? Um. No. No. Crushing All right. In that case, let's jump into these motherfucking shout-outs. What do you got this week?
0: Uh, hold on. I'm actually trying to pull that up right fucking now. having some uh, technical difficulties here. All right. First. Huge motherfucking shout out to the homie Hippager Customs. Uh he just introduced a new brake light. Dude, this thing is fucking gorgeous. It's called the Rosebud. Oh yeah. He's holding it in his hands and it's a, as wide as his two middle fingers. So like his ring finger and his middle middle finger. That's how fucking small that light
1: is. So this guy got like sausage fingers or normal people-sized fingers? He's got like grease fingers. Oh shit, he's got them slender hands. <laughs> he's
0: got them slender fucking dancing hands. That's right. <laughs> That's the TIG hands right there. So, uh, I th- hold on, let me just make sure. I'm pretty sure he said this is like a prototype right now. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Things fucking dope either way. Go check him out on Instagram. Hip Nick Jerk Customs. And if you can't find it, go to chopshit.com. Rick will tell you, or just come to us and we'll fucking point you in the direction of our Australian motherfucking homie. Fuck yeah. Next shout out goes to UCCS
1: Customs. Hit me up about some shit on Reddit. you got to chopping it up back and forth. He's been a long time listener and want to say appreciate the fucking support, man. Glad you're listening and what does he say here? Fan of the Low Life Welding Podcast. So, gotta love it. Next Um, up, who
0: you got? You got one? Shout out to... uh, Chop Ahead and Full Speed Ahead uh, for the show that they're doing, I believe it's in two weeks, the 22nd of February. Uh, It's the Winter Moto Expo. Saturday, February 22nd, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Bikes, vendors, and good motherfucking times. It's behind the Middle East. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's it's a, on the flyer. club. To to it. <laughs> it's at 10 Brookline Street, Cambridge, Mass. Uh, advanced tickets available at MiddiesClub.com. And you can catch... The Stepchild will be there. Uh, Fatman's Rottenstein's Rat Bike will be there. Whiskey Eyes' Bug Out Bike will be there. And Fish Tank's... Lime Time bike will be there. Yeah, it's Lime Time. I don't know who else is going to be there. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen any posts about it, but... Fucking come check it out. We'll all be down there shooting the shit. Uh, I'm going to try to pull Chicken Rick down there. Try to get him to confirm on this fucking episode. Dope.
1: Next shout-out goes to Sean Kyra. He got himself a brand-new fucking welder. Just put together all the stuff. Got the gases... You know how big of a pain in the ass this is when you're getting your first machine, trying to figure out what to do for the bottle, all that Sucks. shit. He made his way through it and sent over a picture. He built a steel firewood rack for the house. Fucking diving in balls deep, getting right into the projects, and it looks fucking dope. So, shout out to you, man. Glad to see you're jumping in.
0: Uh, I got one for a Rappaport. Uh, he hit me up. And asked me if I was looking for any... Fuck, I don't remember what kind of titanium. He said, hey, you looking for any titanium bars? And I said, fuck it. Fucking send it. Fucking maybe. Yeah, he came into these motherfuckers. So, uh, if anything, it'll give me some shit to uh, turn up on the lathe. And uh, see if I can make some cool shit. Oh, bars of titanium, not like handlebars. Yeah, like bars. Like I'm assuming it's like round stock. Gotcha. So... I told him uh, I'll see what I can make on the lathe. I'll send him some shit. I'll keep some shit. And just a homie looking out for a homie. I appreciate you, motherfucker.
1: Love it. Next shout-out goes to Wannabe Fabrication. Sent over a picture of his Valentine's Day present. Fucking XS650, baby. Got a brand new build in the works. I'm excited to see what he does with it. It's a talented fucking dude, and I'm sure the build's going to be sick. No front brake on it right now. You should keep it that way, by the way.
0: So, I'm going to read this one. This one's kind of fucking long. This one's from Dogface underscore mofo. Nice. He says, Hey guys, love the show. I found it last June, I think... I found it last June, I think. I've gobbled it all up like a toothless, bony West West Michigan bitch does meth. (laughs) You guys have kept me company on my night driving... Uh, he drives a semi-truck That was like in the quotations um, I've had a cycle bug Since I was a little shit My first taste was when I was 2 or 3 years old When my dad used to Put me on a gas tank Of his 82 Sturges Anyways he goes on And says He wanted to do a kick in the dick He sent it to me this way I'm just gonna read it for him um, He wanted to kick This motherfucking douche canoe, millennial, that ran a stop sign and damn near killed his girlfriend. Uh, Fucking crazy. Uh, Broke a kneecap, huge leg gash, longer than my dick, and three plates, seven screws, two rods, two wires, and two anchors in her wrist. Chopper money gone. Fuck them kids.
1: Fuck, dude.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, shout out to Dogface Mofo, and hopefully his girl is healing the fuck up. Seriously. And fuck millennials, I guess. <laughs> right? This next one
1: goes to uh, Dave Fixes Things. He said he heard his boy from Worcester drop in, but I'm assuming this is not Worcester, Massachusetts, because he says he's writing in from Port Elizabeth, South Africa. And I'm thinking. Uh, Worcester's got to be somewhere in Australia because he's talking about having a rivalry with the Aussies and all that shit. Um, and I was asking him what they have down there in South Africa as far as a chopper scene. And apparently, similar to Australia, he says old Harleys are hard to find, ludicrously overpriced. If you got mad hookups or an old guy gives you his ride, that's okay. But for the average dude surfing their equivalent of Craigslist, uh, super expensive. He says, like a '90s carbureted Evo is about seven grand, and an XS is about four grand. Which those are high prices for fucking sure. But um, yeah, get that and getting tools and all the stuff. They do have welders. They do, and honestly, this guy's got like fucking frame jig, everything. So he's crushing it down there in South Africa. But um, it's just so dope to see that it's reaching all the way out there, and these guys are listening and. You know, having a pulse on what's going on up here. So, like we said in the messages too, man, I know shipping is wicked expensive, but if there's anything that you need that we can send to you, it could be worth the cost of shipping if it's something that you can't get down there. So, shoot us a message. Hey, we can't be sending parts overseas. Let's fucking send it to all the way to South
0: Africa. <laughs> Breaking all the laws. Um, Hold on, I gotta switch over here. What the fuck? Am I seeing a picture of you sleeping outside in a hammock right now? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that was earlier today. Got a new sleeping bag, but I got to test it out. So what happens when you have too much time? You'd be getting out at 2 o'clock and just doing fucking crazy shit. That's right. <laughs> too many hours and nobody home. Um.
1: Do you have anything right now? We got... Hold up. Now I lost my spot
0: i am do a huge shout-out to uh, Bear at Old Bike Barn and Zane um, for all the fucking sponsors. that got all of us at the Greasy Dozen this year. It's been super goddamn helpful, and uh, we just appreciate everything they fucking do in making it possible for dumb motherfuckers like me to build sketchy-ass choppers and ride in Ohio, so we appreciate you motherfuckers. Uh, also, got a shout out to Amy, aka Whiskey Eye, aka Amy Lynn Arrington, aka used to be from Boston, home but now lives in New York. Um, shout out to her for stepping up her meme game and making the dopest unicorn fucking memes of Greece. Oh yeah, <laughs> posting them way past my fucking bedtime. <laughs> crushing it. Oh, I,
1: I think that's. I think that's it for right now. I can't find anything else and I'm lost. Ever since Instagram switched over to this primary and general inbox, it's just fucked everything up because then I'm like, I see no messages and then you go over to general and there's like 20 general messages and I'm like, oh, these are all fucking separate people we never responded to.
0: I don't even, oh shit, I don't even know that.
1: Yeah, see, there's a tab on it and the nice thing about it is it's fucking horrible. And it just confuses everybody that's
0: trying to use it. And so Ooh, I think it's because we have a business. Yeah. See all those dude, fucking so when messages. We get, when we just, get new messages, when I click accept. Yeah. Because like we have to accept it if we're not friends with, like if we don't follow them. Right. I click accept and it says general or, or primary. primary. Yeah. And I just like go back and follow. I'm like general, primary, general, right. primary. whatever I feel like <laughs> and at that time. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. but fuck it. Let's go general this time. <laughs> now I know. Fuck.
1: Yeah, dude. It's, it's a real nightmare. So there's that. And I think we got them all, though. You know what else is fucking crazy? Actually, I got one more. I know we're not at Kicks in the Dick yet, but I'm going to throw one out here. Is when people post a story, or like people post a story and they tag us in it, and then it says somebody wants to send you a message, and you go to the message, and it's just that you appeared in a story. Yeah. Well, it's not a fucking message. (laughs) And you have to, like, accept it. You have to accept, and then by the time you accept it, the story's gone, and you don't even know what it was. (laughs) don't understand the way this is set up I think it's cause we have a fucking business account but either way get your shit together Instagram
0: you got any more shout outs?
1: are we ready I don't to think roll so. in? all the end
0: on that note I just got all fucked up with the whole fucking general fucking liability yeah now you're
1: looking through all the LLC yeah now I'm like
0: I, I don't even know if I ever talked to this person who knows my whole life's been a lie anyways yeah let's just uh, roll into those motherfucking kicks in the dick Kick in the dick Boot in the motherfucking box Kick in the dick Kick in the dick or boot in the box I'm Tired of your boss yelling at you Because he's got a jacked up truck A tiny dick A wife he hates Two kids that don't listen to him Let everybody know how you
2: really fucking feel For this week's Daily Dose of Hate Kick in the dick Boot in
0: the box uh, Top of the motherfucking kicks in the dick Start writing in you motherfucking cunts Jungle Jeff says, "I saw a button and I clicked it." Hey, okay, drunk! I was gonna push
1: buttons right off the bat. Candid, we got there's so many people. Okay, listen, I'm seeing all these names of people that are joining the live feed that I never see say anything in the kicks in the dick or. Right in.
0: They just like to look at us, fucking creeps. You fucking creeps.
1: Like, un- Unlucky Dog in <laughs> Vietnam. Hell of a name. Uh, never seen you right in. You start right in the show, bud. I want to know who these people are. Bleeding Heart, Jerry, uh, Jersey Mike, 82. We were just in Jersey, and we don't even know who this is. This is unacceptable. Rob Broadhurst. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Right in this fucking eye. Alright, you ready to do this? Here we go, let's go. Kick him off. Are we recording?
0: Yeah, we're recording. Oh, shit. We've been recording, but Oh, for real? Yeah, for real, for real. Oh, for real, for real. Alright, we got the fucking first motherfucking kick in the dick from Caleb Hensley, 95. Can't forget that 95. That's probably when he was born. Fucking millennial ass motherfucker. It's the 95th Caleb Hensley, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Big old boot in the box of my ex-employer. That laid me and some other employees off this week. Get your shit together. Damn, that blows. Damn. Sorry to handle. hear that, man. Hey, listen. I almost just just fucking left my job. Mm-hmm. I was about to become a fucking crack dealer. So that's always an option. Do it. Like You gotta have that plan B. This is true. I wonder if he works with uh,
1: Hypnic Jerk. Kick that man in the dick again. <laughs> we got Barnstormer Supply says Carolina boot kicked to the dick of my Sportster for the belt breaking on Friday on my way to work. I've never seen a belt break in my life.
0: You ever seen a belt break? Uh, no. You want to know why? Ask me why. Why? Cause I'm a man and fucking ride chain bikes, chain driven fucking American horse <laughs> power.
1: <laughs> you
0: read this one from Brandon. Buckheimer? Brandon Bushmeyer. No. It's Brandon Bushmeyer. Bushmaster? Bushmeyer Like the Bologna. <laughs> Get it. Kick hold on. I gotta flip this around, I can't see. Flip. Uh kick this motherfucking gout in my knee in the dick. Supposed to be out welding my sissy bar up for Boogie East. Fuck, dude. Listen man. Better man up. Fuck that gout. Give yourself a dead leg and get back to work.
1: What does gout do? I don't even know what that is, really.
0: I don't know. My old boss had it in his foot, and he was like paralyzed whenever it came. Does that like come and go. When it
1: came, <laughs> whenever when the gout
0: comes, <laughs> we it's got like six on the Oregon Trail. You're like Billy just died from gout. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking a. We got a dude named Ian. Says, chomp to the knob. (laughs) It's a new one. Chomp to the knob to Nebraska for being so cold after working in Colorado for two weeks
0: in nice weather. You skipped E on the 50. It doesn't show up on mine. E on the 50 writes in and says, paralyzed penis punch to Loctite's dimples. Get him i very nice we
1: got uh, Dustin of Sleep says GIANT in capital letters kicking the dick to bills stop taking all that money that is supposed to be for chopper parts you cunts hey
0: I fucking agree you know what I do hey man don't pay the bills there you go uh, where the fuck are we we're on uh, Dissident Rider Dissident? That sounds like a denture cream. (laughs) Does it? (laughs) Kick the dick to motherfucking Colorado weather. 70 degrees last... Hold on. I said 70, not 7. 70 degrees last Sunday and snow and 20 degrees again. Fucking tease. That blows. Mm -hmm. But today
1: it was like fucking 50 here. Now it's going to snow tomorrow.
0: Snow tonight. Fuck.
1: Hey, he's finally writing in. Unlucky Dog in Vietnam (laughs) says, kicking the electronic fuel ignition cum squirter to Harley for making 2015 bikes nearly impossible to chop. I'm chopping that shit anyway. This is true, though. You get these fucking spaghetti wiring harnesses that are four fucking inches thick and nothing can be taken
0: off because it all functions off a fucking brain. It's tough. Barnstormer Supply wrote back and said belts are for pants. That is correct, my friend. Oh, I get it now. I'm like, what? What the <laughs> fuck does that have to do with it? He says, oh, Brandon
1: Bushheimer says it's Buckmeyer, you fucks.
0: No, I like Bushmeyer, like Bologna.
1: How about Bushmaster? No.
0: What's that Bologna called? That German Bologna.
1: Brandon Bushmaster.
0: Brandon Bushmer.
1: We got Clayton Cotton. <laughs> says, I'm giving the security guard at my work a heavy... Chevy, bumper to the anus. Heavy Chevy. Because that motherfucker never lets me in, asks who I am. I've been here for four <laughs> years, ass clown. Let me in. Also,
0: kicking Cam's boss in the dick. That's how you know he doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, just pretending he's never four met years, you. years, he's like, who are you, bud? <laughs> I think I need to see some ID. Dog
1: you got this next mofo
0: one? says drink cherry juice for go. I didn't even know you could buy cherry juice. You skipped
1: over U.S. or UCCS Customs. UCCS Customs says, Size 10 red wing to the dried up pink thing between the shriveled up legs of the 90 year old bitch that alerted the state trooper when I asked if she was having car trouble. Fuck me for being friendly.
0: Damn. It's aggressive. Clayton Cotton says, Meat and liquor makes the gout come. It's <laughs> goit. Too he <laughs> didn't spell it right. Trust the Russ says, belt drives are for commies. This is true. Hypnic Jark
1: says, what's up, motherfuckers? We're just talking about your boss. That's what's up. We've got...
0: Oh, Clayton Cotton says, hey, Cam, is your boss still a cunt? <laughs> Probably. Dogface Mofo says, flip-flop to the fupa, to the douchebag millennials that run stop signs and try to kill people. Hey, we talked about this earlier, too. Hey. Give you a shout-out, homie.
1: Let's see... Dustin of Sleep says my bosses could definitely use some dick kicks. Fuck
0: them. Hippajerk says whose boss needs their nuts beat in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, UCCS
1: Customs says another gentle boot in the gooch to me for leaving Cheap Thrills last week before I got a chance to say what's up. I know, that is a super bummer. I didn't get to see you, I didn't get to see um, old Tugboat, I did miss a couple of people. That place was Ms. fucking Ms. huge. Miss Loctite, yeah, I didn't even see Loctite, too, so don't <laughs> feel bad. Even me and Loctite didn't even hang out over that whole weekend. we got?
0: Robbie Campbell tattoos? I got the zoo X. The Zooks. Oh, Robbie oh, Campbell's I think it's right before Zooks. that. Uh, Robbie Campbell says, here's a huge cross hemisphere kick to the micro penis of Hippajerk's boss. Fuck that cunt. Get him. Hey, Robbie, did you get your t-shirt, by the way? Haven't heard from you, homie. We got the Zooks.
1: This sounds like a like a Dr. Seuss character. Born Australian. I don't even think so. He says, "Kicking the cunt to tobacco companies and governments of the world for pushing that shit just to make money off that addictive shit." Today marks three years since my last cigarette. That's a long, that's a long s- stopping period. Plus, no one likes a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> We got uh, a dude named Ian. Is this a uh, Ian back with a different name? <laughs> I don't want to fall off the live feed and lose all these, so I can't check. But I'm going to assume it is, because he says, Boot to Whiskey Eyes box for getting me excited to hang out with people in Colorado. And then they bailed out. Fuck. It's got to be him. It must be. Astroman says, is it dick kicking time? You're right, it is. Get those size 16s ready. To
0: slam into something. Astro Man says lies. Grease, you definitely were not at Cheap Thrills. (laughs) Now, Astro Man I did see at Cheap Thrills. Wait, Uh, did I see him at Cheap Thrills? I don't think
1: he did because I rolled in with him. Yeah, I don't think I did see him. I saw Fat Man. We got carbs and cables. says, kicking the dick to my back tits at... (laughs) Whoa, hang on a minute. All right, we're just gonna read it as it's written, and we're hopefully it makes sense. He says, "Kicking the dick to my back tits ass, having service writer <laughs> for literally fucking something up on every single work order I have, making it almost
0: impossible to get any job finished and make time." That does fucking blow. Uh, just gonna reply to Robbie Campbell real quick. He said, "Yes, I did get the motherfucking shirt." All good, homie. I understand you're busy. I'm busy. I just want to make sure the postal service does not fuck shit up. Thanks again for making the design. We appreciate you.
1: Hell yeah. Dude named Ian confirms that he is the artist formerly known as uh, Ian. Oh, perfect. That's the man right there. Good to know. Alright. We got Astro Man says, kick to the limp noodle of all the shit cunts calling my phone at 9pm to ask who I'm voting for. Fuck you. Definitely not the person you're calling for now, asshole. Damn, I don't get those calls. That fucking blows. Gotta block those numbers, bud.
0: I think that's uh, all we got. Do you going a kick in the dick this week? Let me think it over. This week, I'm gonna kick my motherfucking... Well, one of my coworkers squaring his big sweaty fat chick smelling gross house looking ass pussy for always being a shit not showing the fuck up that's why you got fired motherfucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Long John Chopperco, the man who just fucking posted that video of him feathering that shit out starting up that new bike says kicking this week in the dick for being Valentine's Day my wife's birthday, my kid's birthday, and my birthday. Now I have no
0: fucking chopper money. But it doesn't matter because your bike just started. Yeah. Must be fucking nice to have Long John Chopper Co. problems. My motor's sitting on a bench leaking like a sieve, you fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got Patrick says, have I missed jerk abusing his boss? (laughs) You have not. It actually goes on the entire time. So that's the good news. mm, mm. Oh, yeah. I have a kick in the dick this week. I was just going to ask you, did you think about that? I did, and I remember it now. Kick in the dick to. Wait, did I do TurboTax last week? Yeah.
0: Oh, then we're done. That's it. You got to have something. Let's kick those blood sugar levels right in the fucking dick. Oh, yeah. You know what? (laughs) How
1: about this one? Kick in the dick to thinking that. Eating a ton of red meat had something to do with the fucking diabetes situation, so I tried cutting meat out. Diabetes got way worse. Fuck plant-based diets. That's some bullshit. Doesn't help. So we're kicking plant-based diets in the
0: week, in the dick this week. Yeah, Fuck, that's fucking... Don't do that anymore. No. Nope. A12ink says kicking, kicking a dick to all the poor motherfuckers who keep hitting me up asking stupid fucking questions about what I'm selling and promising to come look at it and never show the fuck up. Fuck. Long John Chopper says, suppose it could be worse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, we got... Did you get into kink covered in ink?
0: No, that's a fucking crazy name. I don't even see that.
1: Right? It says, uh... One punch man shot to the nads of Hypnic jerk's boss for being the leader of the douchebags down under cult. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be
0: cult. (laughs) Trust the rust. Just kicking myself in the dick for being a shitbag and not getting anything done in the Triumph for the past three months. Hashtag Fuckwinner.
1: Yeah, that's... Dude, you know what you need? Trust the rust is you need one of those little torpedo heaters. It's gonna change the game. When you're warm out there, you fucking do shit. Take it from a guy who didn't do shit on his bike for like three months as well. Because it was frigid in my fucking garage. EasyCode just joined. There he is. Oh, geez. Clayton Cotton coming in hot, all caps, so we got to get to it first. That's (laughs) the rules. Clayton Cotton says, fuck FedEx in the asshole. It took about a day for my TC Bros package to get to Toronto, and then it took a week to get to my house, an hour north of Toronto. And then in quotations, third-party courier, fuck international shipping. Yeah, that sucks.
0: That does blow. We're going from Mark Cheese. <laughs> it's definitely not what it is, but I like that. I like it. Curb stomp to the nuts of my boss for being a greedy fuck. Hashtag go run into a knife. That's a great <laughs> hashtag. I like it. Yeah, that's a go to hashtag. Uh, let's see. We got Repetto's back on here. Yep, always. Comes in with
1: fart. Crushing it. We got Fish Tank Whiskey says, kicking my employers in the dick for not getting me my W-2s yet. Motherfuckers, I got chopper parts to buy. Hashtag, it's my money and I want it now.
0: <laughs> Fucking love it. I just came up with a new uh, kick in the dick. How do not have a W-2 yet? Yeah, that's crazy. That's I think that's pretty much illegal. But, uh, <laughs> Easy Coaches remind me of kicking the dick. Yeah, Just from seeing his name. I want to kick anybody that comes into this culture. And tries to ass rape the people that do this because they love it and steal their motherfucking money. Hashtag, fuck Culture Vultures. Amen. Can I elaborate on that
1: or no? (laughs) Is that not a good idea? I think it's fine to elaborate and to say that there's a a big show that none of us are going to be fucking going to. And for good reason. So
0: I'm just going to say it. Fuck it. This is our platform. And I want it now. So I'm going to say it for the world to hear. Fuck hard times. Fuck Clint. Fuck that piece of shit who wants to fuck people on t-shirts. Rob the fucking community that we love and work hard to fucking build on every fucking day. Amen. And fuck you for abusing the love that we have for motorcycles. You cock sucking fuck. I hope nobody shows up to your show and there's better shit to do in July. You ain't got shit to do. Hit us up. We'll find you some and shit we'll to do. we'll fucking find you some shit to do. You heard it here first. Easy Co is going to put on a <laughs> better motherfucking show. a boy. <laughs> it's our culture and we want it now. <laughs> That's it. I love it. I forgot we're live. The whole world's just seeing that at the same time as... Good. Now the whole world's going to hear it.
1: Yeah, so you guys know now. Fucking start planning your Julys and hit us up for some fucking sweet riding and we'll do some other cool shit. We got the real roly-poly jumping in here, booting the boxed. Of the entire $10 billion company I work for changing the PTO policy right when I was supposed to get a week off. Then saying I have to earn my time now and I can only get half. Okay, so here's what you do. You go into your boss's office and you say, it's my time and I want it now. And then it's all handled.
0: That's it. I don't know what fucking Fish Tank's talking about. He says, you missed my wife's scroll up, bitches. No, she didn't write one, bud. Yeah, he, you're a fucking lied. She lied to you, bro. Better check yourself if you wreck yourself. I saw
1: she joined the chat, but I don't see any uh, I don't see any post.
0: Did you read... This uh, man is drunk. Herman Munsters? Uh, no. Do you want me to read it? If you want to. <laughs> I'll read it. <laughs> read it. Herman Munsters says, kick myself in the hang dangle. I really like that. Uh, just leave an eye for a dangle. That's one of my favorite things to say. Right. For not finishing my 67 Ironhead after having it for seven years. Listen, bud, that's a dope fucking bike. Go build that shit now. It's my bike. Want it. <laughs> it's your <laughs> bike and it? you want it now.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, that is the theme of this session of Kicks in the Dick. We got uh, Jerry over at 812 Inc. Saying, when's the Unicorn Ranch campout party? I need a vacay from this postage stamp state called Jersey.
0: Hey, Jerry, you know you got a spot at my house any motherfucking time. But if you want to camp out, we should probably wait till it gets a little bit nicer. But always room for you, homie. Absolutely, and man. another kick in the dick. Let me switch this around. Kicking the dick to that guy, Rye, because he used to be the homie and used to come over and drink with us. But now he's too bougie and takes trips to fucking Oregon or where the fuck he went. <laughs> fucking on some bougie shit. That guy, Rye. <laughs> <laughs> Even the names and quotes. Why uh, is he in here? I don't even see him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, all thirty-three of us. <laughs> Anyways, just kidding. Love you. You need to come back on the fucking show and drink with us.
1: He's a son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> you do got to get back here, man. We got old tugboat
1: says kicking the killer pain to two nights of insomnia. Other than that, been good. To hell with this winter shit. I'm with you, man. You got this Arlen house.
0: Hold on, I'm like struggling to scroll down. I for know some there's too many fucking. It's like not letting me go down in the comments.
1: Oh, now I got Fish Tank's wife's one. It says, "I said I want to kick Fish Tank in the dick I tell for I not question. bringing <laughs> for not bringing his pregnant wife Rolos." Oh, you gotta get those motherfucking
0: Rolos! Shit, by. I forgot Fish Tank was having another kid. Well, and they're not having Rolos either, by the sound okay, of it. Hey, okay. listen, Fish Tank, I'm say here first. You're fucking up, homie. you were fucking up. Uh on the writes in it says, I second that kick in the dick to the motherfuckers that try to take the fun out of choppers. Same goes for the fucking pussy hipsters that can that continue to try to rape people on chopper parts. I agree. Hey, I'll say it, cheap thrills, none of that was happening. It was great fucking deals, the swap it was, was, was fucking going, around. people were wheeling and dealing. It was a good fucking time. We got Let's do to Rick- wrap it up. Rick Moday says
1: Poop poop shoot boot To the new Easy Rider mag
0: platform I don't know what this is I have no idea Uh, That guy Ross says I work 60 hours a week homie Record on Sundays that I'm there Hey we will make a special fucking Sunday (laughs) episode For you motherfucker
1: Robbie Campbell says It's the low life it's my shit And I want it now podcast (laughs) (laughs) has come full circle that's the best one I've seen yet
0: doing things says 12 days till Denver so I'm assuming you decided to take that move congratulations homie dope alright I think that's it man yeah let's fucking X this out and let's get on the motherfucking horn with the one and only chicken fried Richards alright guys so we are on the phone with the man
1: the myth the legend himself Mr. Chicken Rick, welcome back to the show, dude.
2: Yo, what's up, guys?
1: It is good to have you back on, man. It feels <laughs> like it's been a million and one things going on since we last talked. The Yeah,
2: tell me about it. And uh, guess what's first on the list? Guess what day it is.
1: What day oh, the it is?
2: Fucking Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, Ooh. that's right. forgot oh, about that Fucking day of love. <laughs> we When fucking- <laughs> you
2: get your wife. Oh, it's yeah. Tuesday, technically, so if you fucking missed out on that, you better hurry the fuck up.
1: That's right. Get out to that store before you go home later on. I gave my wife yeah, a get, shopping
0: list I for I chopper get parts.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gave her the chopper <laughs> part list? Yeah, I'm like, hey, can you order this stuff on? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got the credit card, babe, so <laughs> take care of this.
2: Well, let me lead in by telling you what I need for Valentine's Day. Here's the list.
1: There you go. What did you get? You expecting anything for Valentine's Day, Rick?
2: Absolutely not. I'm expecting, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting a good night's sleep. I'm expecting a nice Pepe's pizza for takeout.
1: Oh, Frank Pepe's, man.
2: Yeah. absolutely. see, oh yeah, I forgot that you guys aren't all that far away. You're a Connecticut native. You know about that life. That's the only
1: reason I know it. Yeah, man. Fucking New Haven pizza, superior to New York pizza. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. In in many people's minds, including my own. <clears throat> so gotta I got to check in with you on this too because it's been a while since we actually well, – I mean I saw you at Cheap Thrills. But this whole Australian wildlife t-shirt situation absolutely could not have been possible without the tremendous amount of work that you put into it. So – Can we get a recap on how everything went on your side and and what the the overall experience was like?
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, it all kind of started out. Loctite hit me up the one night and was like, do you know that Australia's like on fire right now? And I was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I uh, I watch TV. (laughs) (laughs)
2: He's like, we got to fucking do something. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, what are we doing, man? And he's like, all right, we'll figure it out and I'll call you tomorrow. So then uh, he calls in the next day and he's like, and I'm like kind of half expecting for it to be like, I do you know that we're still planning something? And uh, instead it was, I, I got. Bitwell on board, Lowbrow. I got all these sponsors. We're going to make t shirts. This is who's doing the t shirt design. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. So we're just like, oh, so we're doing we're this. Jumping right into this whole thing. You know, like you got this all figured out. So, um, yeah, so we got all the t shirts made. And I mean, like, what do we turn that whole thing around? Like, all of us together in like a, a week time frame.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right about that. And then that. the
2: shirts were made a couple days later. And then um, my boss came in on, like, a Saturday, and me and him packaged up, like, the first whole round of T-shirts. And then uh, my dad showed up to where I was at, and then he helped me package up the whole second round of T-shirts. And then um, the third round was all the international orders, and I did that, like, the next day. So it was, like, crazy as shit. (laughs) You know, it uh, it was super busy. Just because like I'm not I'm definitely not used to that kind of volume ever Roger really? coming in, but uh it was definitely red, and uh, the amount of people that we got to talk to like through the outreach and like the amount of people that were like extremely thankful for it that listened to the podcast like it absolutely made the whole thing worth it and uh you know I'm really glad that you know you guys kick started that whole thing and you know made it all happen.
1: Dude, like like we said, we're just we're stoked that we were able to partner with you on it because I can't imagine, you know, I have to drop one thing off at the post office. It takes me all week to like to work up the energy to just get the fuck over there, and you're just yeah. doing hundreds of, of things. I'm sure it was so exciting when one person ordered more than one because it's like yeah, <laughs> two go in this bag. Thank God. <laughs> just to- yeah but yeah. yeah it was
2: pretty wild so me and my buddy brought all of the boxes to the post office and uh the post worker's face when he seen us with all these boxes he was just like fuck you know like he dude did not he wasn't ready for what he had to do next <laughs> but, uh, you know, were and everything like they were all ready to roll but he definitely didn't know that and he was just like holy shit dude <laughs>
1: Right? And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna need two hundred receipts for all of these. <laughs> yeah. So Do
2: you need all of these scanned? Uh absolutely, sir.
1: And right now and there's a line yeah. and you're like,
0: doesn't I mean, matter, I, I was here
2: first. Individual
0: tracking numbers. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I think I shipped them all out on Monday. And then that same Monday, uh, you know, like we raised the five thousand dollar goal and everything, and um I tried donating it to the fund in Australia. So I had a rate in my PayPal account and I'm trying to PayPal 5 grand to Australia and PayPal's <laughs> like yeah absolutely not, you know. Oh really? Right. <laughs> yeah, they would not want to let me do it, you know, like through my credit card or whatever, like Wells Fargo or whoever was not psyched about it. So what I did was I sent it in $1000 batches every, you know, like one every day. Yeah just so that would be a little bit more normalized. So Monday to Friday, I sent over $1,000. And then on the following Monday, the lady, whoever is in charge of like receiving the money at the foundation uh, emailed me back and she's like, hey, we just wanna make sure that this is like legit and everything, that this isn't like some fraudulent, you know, that somebody stole your credit card and is wiring us all this money. I'm like, no, we're just a uh, whole bunch of Americans over here that we sold all these fucking uh, (laughs) t-shirts for fun. And, uh, you know, like, here's five grand. And she's like, oh, that's awesome. You know, I'm going to have to check out this podcast. And then it's the, you know, like if they actually did listen to the podcast. It would be the one with fucking hip-me-jerk just saying cunt every three
1: <laughs> Which she yeah, would that's... be okay with because she's from Australia. So... Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. So she'd uh, she'd be good with it. She'd be used to it.
1: Yeah, and it would be another Australian person talking, familiar accent, and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I thought that was pretty funny. She's like, what? You know, like, what? why are you sending us all this money?
1: That's so funny that someone actually reached out to see if this was some, like, stolen credit card that someone stole the credit card and they're like you know what i'm gonna do with it (laughs) send a bunch of money to australia Australia. every day just another thousand and like imagine being
2: on their end like is it ever gonna stop like Like, Like, every day every 30
3: this
2: dude just keeps sending us money
0: oh my god dude (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: yeah, that so is
1: hysterical. Yeah, they're just wondering if this is gonna go on for weeks.
2: Yeah, fully out of control.
1: I wonder too because they'd be getting it at like the following day. Yeah, yeah, at, like at some weird hour, <laughs> which is super <laughs> sketchy. Like two in the morning every day, they're getting a thousand dollars, and they're like, what yeah, they're,
2: <laughs> they're getting email pings about you know, like, bank account drops. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, but dude so stoked that that it came together the way that it did and again thank you for all the all the hard work that you put into making that happen
2: yeah dude no problem it was uh it was definitely uh, a learning experience it was definitely uh you know there was a lot that came out of it and uh i'm definitely super glad that we did it and uh you know to help back some of the homies that are on the, pod, like, listen to the podcast and everything. That was pretty tight, so.
1: Absolutely, Everyone's man. Yeah, have done it. Yeah, it was, it was cool to have Cam on, too, for that, that particular week. It all lined up so <laughs> yeah. perfect.
2: Yeah, and I've never even, like, heard him talk or anything. Me and him have been, you know, knowing each other for, like, a year and a half now, so that was, like, the first time I ever heard him.
1: <laughs> Which is so wild. Know. And then he, yeah. now he just calls in when we do live kicks in the dick. Just the other week, he like <laughs> called in on a Just Tuesday. Called in, yeah. Just reaching out from tomorrow and jumping <laughs> back into the, back in time on the podcast.
2: Oh, you thought you were gonna get rid of me? I'm back.
1: Yeah, he's like, it's fucking Cam. he, <laughs> me, Jack. And I'm like, <laughs> my, oh fuck.
2: My fucking boss is a cunt. <laughs> if I
1: have
2: to weld up one more stainless fucking school bus. <laughs>
1: This guy with the stainless bus. This is like this needs to be on it on the next T shirt. It's just the oh, fucking so, uh, like, the bus with a fishtail coming out the back.
2: Yeah, the Aerostream fucking transit bus.
1: Holy shit, man! But um, hey, we also. I mean, we've been chatting a little bit off air here. You've been a fucking busy guy outside of Australian T shirts lately. Been traveling all over the fucking country. Most recently. You went out to see Mike over at Voodoo Vintage, right?
2: Yeah. So basically, how it works is, uh, I work at this job where I get sent out all over the country to, uh, you know, like do some IT work at different locations. Yep. So whenever I'm out on the road, sometimes I drive, sometimes I fly, depending if you know the customer wants to be a cheap bastard or not. And uh, I flew to <laughs> Chicago, and then. Uh, um, I'm like, all right, well, who's in the area? So I hit up Voodoo Vintage, um, you know, like a couple of days before I shot out there to see if he was around. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, come through, check out the operation and everything. So uh, I went and hung out with him and got to see his whole shop and everything. And uh, especially... Because I run one of the hardtails on the KZ, it was pretty sweet to, you know, hang out with him, and I actually got to sit there and watch a whole one get me from scratch, which was uh,
1: a pretty neat process. Dude, that is fucking awesome. So what is it like to see it all go together? He When he was on the show, he's got like, it seems like he's really got the process dialed.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty funny just because of, you know, everybody's seen pictures of what my garage looks like. It just looks like, like a fucking dump garage with, you know, shit <laughs> everywhere and a fucking vice on the floor. So The drag me, around vice. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, to be in, like, a production environment like that, like, it was pretty awesome to see, like, you know, I don't really care so much about, like, my garage setup or anything. You know, like, I know that you guys are always talking about it. <laughs> but being in that environment, it was cool to, like, see. You know, like, he's got it laid out super nice. You know, he's extremely organized. Uh, his tools have, like, a couple feet of room in between them. So, like, when he jumped <laughs> off of his, like, pipe bender, then he, like, kind of does, like, a little shimmy over. And he's got uh his, like, wire wheel and his scotch Bright wheel. And, you know, he could just hit his freshly you know, coped ends with, you know, this tool. And then he's over at the welding table. And it was really cool to like watch the flow and, uh, you know, just see how critical it is to have like that, you know, that flexibility in between all of your stations.
1: Does it make you want to change anything about the way your garage is set up?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, it just, I'm like, I feel like a fucking caveman You know, smashing hammers together in my garage, and I'm like, oh man, you know, like just the level of dialed that is, and you know, just just how like significantly easier it is, and like how much more you can maneuver around and stuff like that. Super helpful.
1: Absolutely, and it seems like an evolving process because, like, when you when you've got a setup like his, you're building a lot of a lot of different things, but the same general type of product, so I feel yeah. like it's easy to say, you know, you know that you're going to do 50 of the same action, you know, every every day, so you can set it up for yeah. that, whereas people in their garage doing general stuff, and even me, getting like random, all kinds of different projects, struggle, mm-hmm. I, it can be a lot harder to find out what that process is, because one day you're doing one thing, and then another day you're doing something completely different and unrelated to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a completely different setup. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying.
1: You could bolt the vice down though.
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> dude, that would help. <laughs> but dude, I, I use that. you know, I don't know. My garage is so fucked about, you know. I went to put <laughs> the motor in like the XJ frame. This was probably the most shot thing that I've done in the last year. I needed to get the motor in the XJ frame. So I ratchet-strapped. The front wheel to like my workbench and then because I, I was all alone so i didn't have somebody to hold the bike right and then i ratchet strapped the rear wheel to the fucking volkswagen that's been sitting in my yard for like the last 10 years and i just had like the bike like stretched out so it couldn't like fall over and i just fucking lifted the motor and put it in like that so it was like all sh- this hokey ass strap job, oh, just Jesus. make sure the thing doesn't fall over
1: Oh, my God. So it, it can't just lay over the bike or you can't just lay the frame over the motor?
2: No, you have to do some like because it's just like I dropped the backbone down a little bit. Like I dropped it two inches. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, had to yeah. do like this crazy fucking maneuver to like get the motor in. And like it's only going in one exact way. and
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of lessons learned with that. Things that I'll never <laughs> ever do again.
1: Well, that bike just got to last forever now.
2: Yeah. But back to the Voodoo Vintage real fast. Um, yeah. I've never TIG welded before. And um, I watched him make a whole hardtail rear section. And, um, you know, like, so I got to watch him, you know, cut all the joints and everything. I got to watch him fit him up on his fixture that he had clean everything. And then uh, I, he had a couple different welding helmets. Yeah. So he threw one on me, and I got to watch him through the whole process. So that was kind of like really the first time that I've ever even watched somebody take anything. Right. So, um and he's got like a really nice, like huge fabrication table that he's got, you know, the whole fixture on top of. So like his positioning over the piece and everything is like super ideal, obviously.
3: Right. And, uh... It was just cool to see, like, how
2: different it is, you know, TIG welding versus MIG welding. I know that's, like, the most fucking newbie statement of all time in the universe, but I'm just not really around this stuff on the day-to-day, so it's I don't think cool a cool to of people, finally see it
1: in you, action. I think a lot of people would would feel that way, that they've they understand what it is, they've seen a video of it, but... Maybe not sat down and done it themselves or or like had that opportunity to sit with a helmet and and watch somebody, especially somebody like him who's doing really, really high level stuff. You know, you get to, to see that technique is probably fantastic in its own right. You just get to watch how something nice goes together
2: yeah especially like for him to just be like so welcoming and like yeah dude you know like come to my shop and like it wasn't like just sit here and watch me like he was explaining the whole processes throughout the whole thing so and like really making sure that like i understood what he was doing and while he was doing it sure. so um it was just you know like he definitely took like that extra level to make sure that you know, like I was getting something out of this and not just like standing there, you know, watching them blast metal together.
1: Right. Well, he seems like from when we had him on the show, like he'd be a good teacher with a oh, lot absolutely. of that stuff. You America, you know? some- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just giving Lockjaw dirty looks over here.
2: <laughs> what the fuck's he doing
1: over there? I don't know. <laughs> Autoplay videos on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hate the fucking Facebook guy. He's he's definitely he is. He tries to say that he
1: doesn't do the Facebook stuff, but then he's just on Facebook. (laughs) He's a he's a sixty year old man at heart. Yeah. So was it? um, Did you get a chance to play with the machine at all? Like run some some test speeds on some plates or anything like that?
2: Yeah. So uh, he had this, you know, piece of scrap, and he's like, "All right, well, it's time for you to do this right now." And I'm like, all right, man. You know, so uh, I was definitely super nervous because he was saying, and I, you know, I might be saying this wrong, but like if you start the arc and then you just yank the torch away, like you could fuck the machine up.
1: Oh, I'd never heard that.
2: Yeah, I think that he said like if you just like start the arc and then you like you yank the torch away like while the arc's still going, like you might mess up the machine. At least that's how I interpreted it. So, all I heard was, you could fuck this whole thing up. And then I was in my pants, like, right before I started doing <laughs> it. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know if I could replace this whole machine right now. So, I don't know if I should do it. And he's like, no, 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 go ahead. Just, you know, tear it up. But, um, like I was talking about in that post, I basically said that uh, he's got his torch. And then on the head of it, he's got, like, a swivel head. So, right. you could change the position of it which seemed to be like super helpful for like tubing and stuff like that when you're going around like a concave.
1: Right, so important to be able to do that.
2: Yeah, that was was pretty cool. And then he had a button on his torch itself. So instead of having the foot pedal, you tap the button, or you hold the button, and it does your preflow, and then it'll start the arc. And then once the arc started, you let go of the button. And then it's on, so you just, you know, you weld away. And then when you're done welding, you hold the button again and it stops the arc and then it starts your post flow. And then uh, after that, obviously it's done. Right, the 4T setting. Yeah, so I didn't have like any pedal or anything on the ground, so my arms and everything were like kind of over this whole piece of metal and like, the environment that we are in it was super clean you know it was very precise the tig welder is so much quieter than the mig welder and uh it was just, it was more of like i felt like i was in some kind of like surgery or something
1: dude it really so does than... feel that way right
2: <laughs> yeah like you feel like that you're performing a surgery uh... whereas like when you're mig welding <laughs> it's like fucking running and gunning.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Especially too, like you said, when you're, when you're welding steel on, on DC, there's no noise. Like yeah. the machine is just, there's like a little like switch noise when the arc starts and then it's just dead quiet. I don't know how loud the machine that he's running on that Everlast is, but it's super quiet and, and you're doing that and you got the rod that you're feeding. So it feels even more like surgery cause you're trying to like, almost like you're going in with fucking tweezers and just yeah. dabbing this little rod in there, and you're like, hope I don't fuck it up and touch the tungsten <laughs> with this. Don't touch the I hope sides. I,
2: I hope I don't on my patient.
1: <laughs> it really is, but that's so cool that that you got a chance to run it and and mess around with like a you know a nice machine like the one he's that he's using there.
2: Yeah, and it was just like it was just so cool. Like listening to you talk about it so much, it kind of like brought everything together at one time you know like it gave all the method to the madness and everything like instantly made sense when you see it in person you're like oh I kind of do know a little bit about how this works but uh you know not how to do it in any kind of you know professional way but uh I have a basic understanding of what's supposed to happen with this thing
1: Right. And I bet that if you did it, you know, just for even just a couple of days, you'd mm-hmm. take right to it and, and it would be just as I don't even think that it's harder, you know. It it's just different. It yeah, literally yeah, is just different.
2: Exactly. It didn't seem like it was uh like a super difficult thing. It was just uh, you know it's kinda like uh riding a chopper versus riding a normal bike, you know, it's just kinda like it's the same but it's different.
1: Right. Yep. They're not going to be identical that's so cool. Though. I wish I, I now you got me wanting to make a stop out there to see how one of those things go together because as I struggle through this road star situation, I'm going back to old man Motors place with it this Sunday now to finish out the frame, and I would love to uh, to have known we we'll, we we'll might even talk more off air <laughs> about all the details and the exact sequence because I'm trying to put that together now before oh, I go back sorry, there then. um. So you got you got a chance to go out there chill with him, and you also made another couple of stops. I don't know, was it all in the same trip, or was the, or was uh, Voodoo Vintage a separate trip?
2: Uh, nope. So that was like all in one shot. So I uh, I flew from Connecticut to Chicago. I uh, I went down and I hung out with Voodoo Vintage first, and then uh, I went and did the job on Monday morning after i got done with that at like noon i'm like all right i have all this free time uh i'm not really super amped on anything in chicago so let's go to fucking milwaukee right let's go to the harley museum again so uh, i boogied up that way um last time i went to the harley museum was with k2 and it was super busy so we were kind of like not rushed through it but uh you know, I mean there's only so many vintage motorcycles that she could look at before she's like, All right, get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> time so, to go, uh, bud.
2: Yeah, so this time it was like in the middle of like a random, you know, Monday. There's nobody in there, so like I got to, you know, like really sit down and like check out all the stuff that I glossed over the last time and see all their weird specialty projects that they did back in the day and it was uh it was pretty cool.
1: Dude, that is Fucking awesome. Now, do they have all, like, I mean, obviously they're going to have old stock bikes. Do they have any chopped bikes, like uh, Easy Rider-style bikes that they want in there as, like, a commemorative of what people were doing with them?
2: Yeah, there, uh, there's definitely some. There's the Easy Rider bikes, absolutely. You know, there's the Captain America bike, and then there's the whatever that other... Hand bike was, yeah. The, I think it was orange. Right, the I, Billy. I have no fucking idea. I've never even seen it. So, but uh
1: it's got a wide out, glide, like, so Loctite would probably love baggers. it. Fuck that thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's your jam, <laughs> bud. Uh, like, have you seen that bike? You haven't no. seen the orange one? No. It's got your. You're gonna love it. Fuck that bike. I'll set it it's as the screen saver. got a slicer on the front. Good. Oh shit, bud.
2: Wide guy with the pizza slicer up oh front. That's
1: fucking. That's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, wait. What's the pizza slicer? Like the
2: super narrow front wheel on a wide guy front. Oh end.
1: yeah, that's my fucking jam. I <laughs>
2: know, but you fucking hate
1: it. No, I like the narrow one. Lock guy hates it. I oh, like. Really? The, I like the wide guy with the narrow front, but I think he's got dual discs on that bike, doesn't he? Which I oh, cannot I have say. No
2: fucking idea.
1: This is three people talking about a bike that none of us can remember what it looks like.
2: <laughs> the Chopper Bob's probably punching himself in the face right now. Like, How
1: are these guys running this fucking podcast? It's the
2: most fucking iconic bike.
1: <laughs> oh, fantastic. So you, you took a look around there, and then you get to spend as much time as you want because it's just you in there this time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so... uh you know, the bikes that I'm, like, super amped about in the Harley Museum are, like, those Sportster XR 750s and 1000s. Yeah, dude. They're, like, dude. The, uh, the fucking race bikes that, oh, man, they look so cool. They have the, you know, the dual-carb heads on them and everything, and I don't know. I'm, I'm on, like, this weird vintage, like, race kick, I guess, with the whole fucking dirt bike and everything. Yep. But, uh... I don't know. I was I was pretty psyched to like check out all that and kinda re through everything.
3: No, but absolutely. the real reason
2: why I went up there is because uh mama trides coming up and flat out Friday. Yep. So that it's gonna get fucking busy up there obviously that whole time. So I kinda wanted to like go check out all the areas like before that whole rush comes through. Sure. So that is uh, coming up on March 14th is Mama Tried and flat out Friday the day, uh, day before Friday the 13th at the motherfucking Milwaukee Bucks Arena. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: So you're trying to be in this. Oh yeah, yep. Is the KZ, so, the KZ uh, is the purple one, right? That you had at Lockheight's wedding.
2: Yes.
1: And that's yep. the one you're putting in?
2: Yeah, so uh, there's all different classes, and it's a uh, like indoor flat track. And what they do is it's a cement floor, so they cover the whole floor with Dr Pepper syrup to make sure that you know, like all the bikes tires could stick on the floor and everything.
1: Oh, it probably smells fantastic! All that Dr Pepper uh, and, and I Pepper.
2: fucking I love soda. Like I fucking oh, love that's soda. right. Yeah, yeah. So, that, <laughs> so, that so you got
1: a really leg neat. up on everybody. You know uh, yeah. the material inside yeah. and out. Oh.
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, I know the stuff, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they have, like, uh, like, hooligan racing, so they have, like, a sports their brake vintage, uh, you know, like, all the different AMHARA,
3: you know, whatever the race thing is. Yep. So, you
2: know, like, all the big-name flat-track dudes are going to be ripping there. And then there's a goofball class where, uh, You know, like, Larry the Enticer was there one year. Uh, Some dude had, like, one of those mono-wheel things going. You know, it's like a bunch of weird shit. So you have to submit an idea and then get selected to do it. So I was like, dude, I'll fucking wear a chicken suit and rip the KZ and shred up this, you know, arena.
3: Yes.
2: And uh, they asked me, they're like, all right, uh, elaborate. So I checked it out, and there's been a whole bunch of chicken costumes in the past already. Yep. And um, I was also kind of concerned about, like, the the flammability. Sure. How fast my fucking suit's going to light on fire. So I didn't want to wear, like, a full chicken suit just in case, like, shit hits the fan and then I'm, you know, on fire.
0: Right, fucking a rookie so I across the track.
2: <laughs> I was very I was very concerned about my attire for dressing like an oh. asshole and then dying in front of everybody.
1: And going out so, on top uh, though
2: going out going on top. So uh, I shot back to him and I'm like, hey, I'll paint my bike like a fucking police bike and I'll you know deck out my KZ to be like a police bike and I'll dress like a cop and I'll be the copper chopper. And uh they green lighted that, so that's gonna be a thing, I guess.
1: Dude, that is fucking fantastic. Are you gonna so put you gonna put the little red light on the front?
2: Oh yeah, dude. So I've been like overhauling my bike a little bit to make this whole thing happen. So uh I put like a bigger sissy bar on the back. It's got like a nice angled bend on the top. And then uh I have the red and blue lights on the sissy bar. Um, um, I have a fake New York license plate that says Little Pig, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, on the front, I had the front red and blue light bar going on, and then uh, the tank, I got a um, I got to paint the tank so you know it's like some kind of it says Chopper Copper on it, and then uh, I got to make some protect and swerve decals for the back.
1: Damn. <laughs> that's fucking fantastic.
2: Hey, it's gonna be on, right? So you guys know AJ Farrick? Yes. Yeah, so dude, so he messages me the other day. He's like, Rip, I got a present for you. And I'm like, all right, what you got, man? And he fucking casted me a police badge. And on the badge number, it says 666. And then under it, it's a chicken in the middle. And it says chicken fried chopper copper on it.
1: What and like, dude. dude,
2: get the fuck out of here. Do
1: you have a picture of this?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: This Friday, this has to be the picture that goes with this episode.
2: Oh absolutely, dude. I'll uh by Friday I'll probably be able to have my whole dick face police costume on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to fucking protect and swerve. Oh listen, so. you need to
0: have like the super short fucking like chips No not chips, they were pants. You need like the bicycle short shorts
2: dude i don't think that you understand how fucking tiny my legs are like i don't think i've worn shorts or a bathing suit in like i don't know a decade man i don't i don't think that people are ready to see my fucking legs
1: they're not ready
2: dude they're gonna look like fucking like raw chicken like fucking pink irish
1: legs is that where the chicken thing came from
2: no no i wish i had a better story but i was pretty much just like high in my shower one day when i came up with that
1: hey listen it works and
0: it's started a started a movement now <laughs> he looked down on his legs and he was like chicken fried choppers,
2: fucking chicken fried choppers, dude we're on this fried chicken kick at work like me and the fucking dude i work with and i was like fried chicken choppers and i was like no chicken fried choppers the cfc would work better so That was it, and, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, They needed to be weird like me, I guess, so that was, uh, I wanted something to stand out, you know, I wanted a name that wasn't like a tough guy name, because I'm not a tough dude, and I'm not built for it, so, uh, (laughs)
1: You're like, you're, I, I got, got small legs. Right we should catch right? these hands.
2: <laughs> dude, these, these fucking hands will come at you from three and a half feet away. Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> got that reach. Are you dry, So you're driving out there in the uh, – you taking the sprinter van?
2: Oh uh, No, I wish. Uh, we're probably just going to take my pickup truck, and then we're going to shoot out there. And then uh, K2's family lives like 45 minutes outside of Milwaukee. Yep. So that'll be perfect to go swing through there, hang out with them, and uh, we'll probably make like a little mini hangout vacation the week before and then end it with the, uh, the shit show.
1: Dude, that's fucking awesome, man.
2: But I'm super excited for Mount try. It. That's going to be sick. It's at that, the Rave Eagle's Nest in Milwaukee. It's yep. like that old tiny venue with like the – I don't even know what a vestibule is, but I imagine that this has a minute, right? Have <laughs> you ever seen uh, like the pictures of Mama Tried? It's like this really grand old school ballroom, and uh, you know it's definitely like a super iconic place. And I'm really excited to get out there and check it out.
1: I have seen the pictures, yeah, and it does look like such a such a great spot. Mm-hmm. So fucking cool. And are you yep. said so you'll be out there? You said for like you're doing a week or so.
2: Yeah, so we'll probably you know, I'm sure she's got plenty of stuff that she wants to see. So, you know, we'll do a whole bunch of what she wants to do before, and then we'll do a whole bunch of motorcycle shit at the end.
1: Love it, man. Does she need because the, the, uh...
2: she's gonna have to endure a couple of days of uh, you know fucking engines ripping. So, oh yeah, I'll try to uh, balance
1: it out. Speaking of engines ripping, the last time I rode this KZ, if you, you could not let go of the throttle without oh, the yeah. bike stalling out. Is it is it in the same condition?
2: Uh, No. Nope. I've gone through it. Uh, the last thing I want to do is look like a fucking idiot out here and just have the thing flat out die on me. So uh, I've gone through. I resynced the carburetors. I cleaned the shit out of
1: all of them. Did that end up because being what it was? When
2: you when you rode it, that was Loctite's wedding day. Yeah. So that morning, I woke up and I'm like, I'm overhauling my bike right now. And it's got to be fucking tropical chop scene or <laughs> else they're not letting me in. So I, <laughs> I woke up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I spray painted my tank purple. Uh, <laughs> I fucking cleaned my cards. I got that bike running. I... Led the rear brake, you know, like, I did, like, all this shit through to my truck and drove up there, and then we just fucking beat the piss out of it. Dude, you are the fucking it.
0: man. The dedication. Dude, you know? <laughs> Gotta that come that tropical. Dry. The paint's just Gotta drying all the way.
1: Yeah, right? That paint probably had, like, ghost flames from just, like, <laughs> the wind swooping over it while it was wet.
2: Driving all the way up to Londonderry.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That is fucking... That is dedication right there. So it was yeah, just the was carbs totally being all that, fucked, that huh?
2: A, that was a fucking that was a good day.
1: That was you rode your first uh jockey shift foot clutch setup that day.
2: I did. I was I was very scared and uh still kinda am a little bit.
1: Crushed it though.
2: Was that the first time you ever rid a Harley Rope?
1: Rope? no. I think uh pretty sure I'd I remember when, before I even bought the Roadstar, I test rode like a, a 127 uh, – 2007 with a 127 motor uh, soft tail deuce, which they don't oh, even make part. anymore. Yeah, I almost bought it. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was like uh, – it was at uh, – what the fuck is the – The Harley and Bill Rickett. High octane Harley. And they wanted crazy. High octane. (laughs) High motherfucking octane. And then they like, but after everything was like all said and done, it was going to be like fucking 11 grand or or 12 grand maybe. And I was like, I'm just not sure that I'm ready to drop 12 grand on a bike. I had had an 800cc Suzuki Intruder at the time and they were like, how much do you think that we should give you for this? And I was like... Probably like fifteen hundred bucks, I would think. And they're like, absolutely fucking not. And the guy You're
2: like, listen, kid, your dick's gonna be so big when you sit on this fucking bike.
1: Dude, it had like It's got a
2: hundred and twenty seven inch gems motor.
1: It was it was a fucking but you know what's weird is it did not feel all that fast. Like thinking back it should it should have felt faster than that. But uh-huh. it it definitely I couldn't – I remember distinctly not being able to get my leg on the right foot peg because it had that gigantic cone-shaped 90-degree air cleaner sticking out the side like the Screaming Eagle one. And I The could,
2: fucking – the AEM. Yeah. Fast and furious.
1: With the fucking wind sock on it and you're like, oh, yeah.
2: The fucking eBay cold air intake. <laughs>
1: It was a fucking, yeah, it was a good thing that that deal never went through because yeah. they ended up, it, it fell through mainly because I I felt like they weren't giving me enough for the little intruder. <laughs> the guy coming out to read the Speedo had 12,000 miles on it, and the guy misread it, and he thought it had 120,000 miles on it, and I'm like, you thought oh this God. fucking bike had 120,000 miles? A fucking Suzuki yeah. intruder. yeah. Unbelievable, but yeah. So, point. Long story short, I have ridden a Harley. You rode mine too. Oh yeah, that's right. I got to ride Loctites <laughs> oh, that <yeah>. day.
2: <laughs> that one was a lot less memorable.
1: <laughs> that one, the front end. That's when I first. That's the first time I experienced the fucking the chopper flop.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: with like the slow speed turning of that extended front end. Yeah. Rocket ship yeah. syndrome. And he's
2: got the super narrow bars on it too. That thing's she's going. Yeah, it makes it tough.
1: <laughs> yeah. You gotta plan yeah. ahead for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, wannabe fabrication, maybe a set of rabbits one time and I put them on my soft tail and I fucking took it around town. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking die if I
1: keep these on.
2: So those are coming right back off.
1: Oh yeah, just it's just too hard to steer I, at I'm, low speed. I'm
2: not about the rabbit life. I don't have balls big enough to be able to roll rabbits.
1: Do you have uh, mids or forwards? Forwards. And it still doesn't work, huh? No. What's, what is the issue with it? Like, what do you run into that, that causes it to be unrideable?
2: Um, I mean, pretty much like everybody else, it was a six-over front end with a 21-inch wheel. So it was just, it was like super heavy. And I mean, like as soon as you start to turn it, And I don't even, I don't really know. I kind of always look at the soft tails like they're just a fucking long bike. You know, with that swing arm, I think you get a couple extra inches of fat in there. So, like,
1: your wheelbase is a lot longer. So that thing just wants to go right over. Oh, yeah. And with rabbits, too, you have no leverage. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely not.
1: Hey, can we talk and about the, my, uh, the soft our, tail? You know,
2: I'm not a strong individual, so I'm not throwing any fucking bikes around. So if it's going, I'm following it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can. Lock that. Say that again? Rick, give us an update on what you're doing with the soft tail now. I've seen that you're rebuilding it again.
2: Yeah. So basically, uh, I went. I rode.
0: You got to come
1: back to okay. the mic.
2: Me? Yeah. Uh, I rode it to the Gypsy Run last year. So that was like a eight-hour round trip for us. And that was the farthest I've ever rode it. So I was like, okay, well, my bike's good to fucking go, you know? I, I made it. I can't believe it. It sounds like absolute shit. I thought it was going to explode, but it didn't. So maybe, you know, it's me. So I drove it to my dad house like fifteen minutes later and I fucking flew up the whole cam chest in it. Oh so, uh, yeah, so I smoked that whole bottom end, you know, and you know, that was the whole thing. That man got me through most of that just over the phone, telling me that I could do it. And me getting fast and loose of what would uh constitute fixing it correctly. <laughs> and uh anyway brought it back to life so then now that everything is like nice and tight and everything and the motor is you know worked as it should my fucking starter is having a hard time pushing it over now because you know now everything is you know refreshed my starter's like dude i can't fucking do this shit anymore
1: well that's what they say those those old harleys they love a sloppy piston
2: Dude, they
1: love some slop. <laughs> See, you now know? You, you got no slop. Those, those, they just don't like it. No. Just for you know. It's,
2: it's <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> just
1: fucking, you know, slop dogs. Holy but, shit, um, man. That's fucking... So, did, did you have any idea this thing was going to blow up? Like, you said it sounded weird, so you had some... Oh,
2: no, dude. Absolutely not. I, uh, I had no idea it was going to blow up. I was, like, 15 minutes away from home. I look down, and oil's just puking out of the fucking air cleaner. And I'm like, that's not good. That that doesn't look good at all. So I fucking chanced it and drove it all the way home.
1: Oh, home. didn't even stop.
2: Dude, I was not. Because I knew if I stopped, it wasn't starting. And I knew this fucker was blowing up. So I'm like, it's either going to blow up here or at home. So whatever. You
3: know, Jesus, take the wheel. That's Let's it. See what happens. <laughs> Let's
2: roll some fucking dice. So Anyway, got home. The fucking whole motor sounded like I was, like, frying eggs on it. And I'm like, yeah, that's cooked. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, once I got down to it and ripped into it, uh, one of the inner cam bearings uh, completely failed, and, you know, like, it chewed up my inside of my motor and, like, the inside of the case a little bit, and,
1: yeah. Fuck. So you just had – so what did you actually – what had to be replaced?
2: So – it ate through the bearing. One of the cam bearings, the inner ones, was fine. There's two of them. The other inner cam bearing, it like ate through. So like ate all of those like little Timken pins. Yeah. And then it like ate through like the you know like the the silver part on the outside, like the thing that holds it all together. Yep. And it chewed into like the bearing race a little bit. That's like in the actual motor. So Uh Fat Man's like, dude, here's what you do. You fucking put a whole bunch of green Loctite on it, kid. You jam that fucking bearing in it. And whatever happens, happens. (laughs) Because either you're going to replace the motor or you're going to give this one one last hell ride and get your monies out of it. And then, uh, you know, once it's done, it's done. So that's kind of where we're at now.
0: God damn, man. So this is... uh Yeah, but you're changing the look too, though, right?
2: Yeah. um So I wanted... I don't know. I just get fucking bored. And that was before the whole Flat Out Friday thing. And that was, you know... Before other things compounded on top of it, I was like, let's change the whole fucking look of this because that's what I do every four months. So I got some Fat Bob tanks... And then I, you know, like the split ones. Yep. So there's some five gallons. And um, I welded on the mounts and everything. I got them on the bike. And I wanted to like them, but they were too fucking wide. Like they were just, they were, they were, they were some big ladies. And uh, it it wasn't looking how I thought it was going to look. So I got a bright idea that I was going to narrow on. So I chopped like.
1: Hold on, can you come back to your phone? Yeah, I I don't know what. Sometimes it goes out. Keep going.
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry. I I cut like an inch and a half out of (coughs) each tank. And then, you know, like basically removed like the whole inside portion of both tanks and then made a new inner and then welded them. So if you took these two halves of the tank and put them together, they would look like a normal alien style tank.
1: Oh, shit. Nice. So
2: I just, I basically just shrunk them in. So now it's kind of like a little bit wider of a chopper tank. It's still split. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I don't love it. uh, (laughs) Well, you gotta, you (laughs) know, try to make it work.
0: (laughs) This thing has seen so many different fucking styles since I've known you.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: And, like, every time
0: it, like, starts to grow on me, I'm like, that bike's so dope, and you're like, I'm changing the whole fucking thing. Dude, (laughs)
2: it's like, so I I look at it like this, right? Like, if I took one of my bikes and I just built it, it would be like I had a Lego set and then I just epoxied the whole fucking thing together, you know? (laughs) Makes sense, I guess. So basically, like, people come to my house, and they're like, oh, you're in motorcycles? I have all these fucking motorcycle parts. Like, just take them. You know, like old shit that nobody wants, like fucking stock Harley exhausts or, like, old bagger bars that somebody swapped, you know? So I just have, like, all of these goofy parts laying around, and then I get a couple ideas kicking around, or I see some shit on the Internet, and I'm like, well, if I weld and glue that together, then that might kind of look like this and that might kind of be cool. And sometimes it is. And sometimes it's not.
1: (laughs) But you got to try it out, though. It's the only way to find (laughs) out. But I got to
2: try it out. It's like a compulsion, you know? Like, I can't just fucking leave it alone. It's like, well, you know, what what do we got going on over here, boys? You know?
1: That's right. You see that things are sitting in the corner of the shop and you're like, this is my new obsession we're putting yeah. it on yeah but it looks i i think it's looking great man i just i was looking back at a picture though not that long ago when it had the the green tank
0: on it i was just gonna say yeah my favorite version of that bike is the original neighborhood nightmare bike
2: yeah i i really like that one too um I just want to ride it, you know, like I really, I want to get it running good and I want to fucking ride it this summer and I have a couple, like, I want to ride it to Deadbeat, there's no way I'm missing Deadbeat this year, I want to ride it to Deadbeat, I don't want to like trailer it, so I just want to make it like super comfortable, like I just kind of want to set that up as like my, you know, cruising vessel. Like, maybe instead of taking my truck out to glory days or whatever this year, like, maybe I'll just, like, shoot out and ride out to a couple of shows and hit them instead of, uh, you know, just, like, driving out or whatever.
1: Absolutely, man. Just keep that thing reliable for as long as you can so you got something to get you to everywhere you want to be this summer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt.
1: I'm in the same boat. That's what I just – I'm kicking myself for – having torn apart the fucking road star when I said I was just going to take the tank off. And then just, now I'm on my way to old man Just swapping out the tank just, and
0: cleaning up the wiring.
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> cleaning up these wires and then just cutting the fucking back of the frame <laughs> off. And I'm like, things fucking disgusting. Got and too far now. That, that was
2: at the Trap walk last year. That was the, the first time I met you guys. I went downstairs in your basement. You're like, yeah, I just took the tank off. And uh, I got all these oh, fucking yeah.
3: wires.
2: And, you know, I don't know what to do now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then it just kept. You you were
2: briefly like talking about what you were going to do to chop it up, and I was like, "Yep, that's getting chopped.
1: (laughs) It's getting chopped all the way." Yeah, dude. Sometimes you just you pull it apart, and with those stocks, somebody was just saying, "Yeah, the guy that wrote in about the 2015s." Like you just you take more and more covers and things off, and you realize you're like, "There's no saving any of this. Like this is just." I was even taking. I was going to paint the frame. I, I tore it down to take the, to paint the frame, and I saw how the fucking transfer case came apart. And I was yeah. like, not only would this be so difficult to put back together, but I'm not even <laughs> going to try to put this back together. <clears throat> and it shouldn't be here on the bike in the first place. Like, I was just disgusted
0: with the design of it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. We got, it's all got to go. Dude, that's like yeah. the shovel head that I got. That thing was like A-prime, running, riding, one kick bike, brand new white paint. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, let's fucking chop this bitch up. Ribbon Park. Fucking sell Absolutely, all this stock dude. shit. <laughs> it's the only way. Yeah. I done fucked yeah, up. Yeah,
2: you know, like, even if I went to the dealership and I picked up a brand new soft tail, you know, with the frame design that it is and everything right now, there's no way that I wouldn't just have it right in my garage and turn it into the same exact <laughs> piece of shit that I have right now with a better motor. Like, that's just that's how it would happen.
1: Right. You got that look in in your uh, mind. We're going for it. That's it. Well, dude, it's fucking awesome to see you continuing to go for it. and Maybe one day uh, there'll be a TIG welder sitting in that garage. All right, let's yeah, on you not know, <laughs> uh, get back I'll
2: on this. Let's get back on this. something nice, but, um, you know, I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, but we're going to keep trying.
0: Hey, I know what we can touch on. Let's touch on this fucking... Uh... This month's motherfucking giveaway sponsor. Yes.
2: Oh <laughs> um, hell yeah, dude.
0: This is a special edition. I am going to let Rick explain this. This is Rick's idea. So this is gonna be a special edition monthly giveaway. Go ahead, Okay. Rick.
2: So uh let me let me see if I remember this one. So what my idea was is that we would do a set of old man motors bars. So usually what I do is I do a giveaway when we hit a certain amount of followers on Instagram. So we did a five, a two K, a five K, 10 K, a 20 K, a 21 K or whatever the fuck that was. And now we're at 30 boys, whatever the fuck that
0: fucking crushing
1: it, dude. dude, I feel like 10 K was like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely crushing it. (laughs)
2: And uh, I'm still the same dirty piece of shit that I was at 1K, so <laughs> you know, whatever that whatever that number means is what it means. But what it does mean is that I'm going to give away a set of old man motors, modified motherfucking classic handlebars. You're going to get a Chicken Fried Chopper's t-shirt pack, stickers, pins, patches, hoodies, goodies, whatever the yeah, fuck throwing Yeah, buddy. So here's what I want to do, though. You have to be a Patreon subscriber to get in this thing. And you have to at least be a $1 Patreon subscriber.
1: Yeah, so, so this is different yeah, from other months here.
2: Get in it. All the $1, $2 people get in it. We'll get all the we get Hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Are you near your phone still? Yep. Because it seems like it's going out. Talk again?
2: Sorry, I'm um, fucking, I'm been. all fired all right. up. I'm walking yeah, around like fucking...
0: Start so, start back with the dollar. The dollar okay. that's what we lost you. Okay. Yeah.
2: One dollar. You have to be a one dollar Patreon subscriber to the Low Life Chopper Podcast. That means that you have to give one of your hard earned dollars every month. Well, you know, for I guess just for this month,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> just for this month, you know. If you're gonna be like that, if you're gonna do us dirty like that, you can do one month.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the best dollar you ever spent. It'll for be sure. The best
2: dollar. <laughs> It'll be the best dollar you got.
1: And remember, like, guys, this is different because usually the giveaway level supporter is a a $10 subscription.
0: Those $10 guys are going to be pissed. So,
1: all you people out there, if you're listening to this, you're getting in for $1 this month.
2: You're getting, you know, it's just Thanks that you to get Rick. your feet wet. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You just you getting your feet wet, you know. You're seeing you seeing some new shit. You know you might tune into a new, new podcast that you didn't listen to. You know it's the the world of opportunities. And then next month, you know if you want to be with the fucking big dog shit, you know you want to win that custom destruction motherfucking helmet with a custom paint job. You're trying to be about that life.
1: Oh shit! Then
2: <laughs> then you got you know you got to step up that game. You That's go it.
1: Ten dollars. But for this month, you fucking. But for this
2: month, you're getting it. Yeah said old man motherfucking motors handlebars you know i'm gonna i'll spice that shit up you know so I'll, hold on how, uh, do, you be wanna, stickers. how, be, how do you, you
0: want to do this though do you want to have them they have to follow you and old man motors how about that oh no i
2: don't give a fuck about any of that
0: shit we do they're gonna have, have to do to, that they
2: have to do
1: the dollar and follow the two of you <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: Uh, you gotta make a mark a little bit. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> you gotta Fair put enough. the incentive out there for that somebody might, just might, <coughs> lose this thing over not following two people that you they totally
2: did. To, to see somebody get smoked again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, the whole reason for these giveaways is to let people know that there's cool people out there doing awesome stuff. <laughs> and if you're not following these people, you can't see it.
2: The Low Life Burn a Motherfucker
1: Up Podcast Better right <laughs> be paying the fuck attention. They're <laughs> the life
2: motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we keep losing it in and out here, but they will uh they Sorry, will, I'm like I'm on my
2: fucking Ric Flair
1: shit right now. You guys got me fire. <laughs> 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 fucking chicken Ric Flair. Oh. oh
2: god, yeah,
1: let's not do that. Dude, that's so. fantastic. So speaking of uh the website though or actually well we we're talking about the Instagram account here but let's talk about the website too because yep. you got some other good shit going on with chop dot com yeah so me and uh me and old man motors
2: um after I landed from Chicago and all that shit um I shot up to Boston to go hang out at Madhouse so that was the first time that I ever went over there and I uh, met Jay Shy and everything and uh super awesome people um i can't thank them enough for having me through and you know they just like they have the coolest fucking thing going on in the motorcycle game you know like that level of like community over there and you know you see somebody with that madhouse hoodie on and you just know that you know they kind of know what's up right and um yeah that was uh that was a pretty sweet day hanging out with them
1: Hell yeah. But so did you get to um did you meet uh you got to meet Jay? Uh did you get to meet Jace? Actually uh, you guys, I'm sure you've that, already met him I've, in other shows. I,
2: but. I've met Jace a million times already, but um he was not there. But I did uh get to meet uh trash sandwich, he was really cool. And then um the uh other, other guy that works here, I'm not exactly sure of what the uh the the older gentleman's name is. The yeah, the only guy in there that's got it all together.
0: But, uh, <laughs> the one that looks like Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, he does look like. Bill Belichick. Dude, tell me I'm wrong. He looks just like Bill Belichick. I was like, "What the fuck? Madhouse is stepping oh the game up."
3: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> they got the biggest name in fucking Boston.
0: Got Bill Belichick doing service. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, fucking Mark works there from Old Man Motors, so I got to fucking hang out with him, and, uh, he made up a whole bunch of sets of powder-coated handlebars, and they're, uh, they're aggressive as fuck. They're so
1: dope, so cool, dude. Dude,
2: they're just, they're so far out of the box, and you know what I mean? Like, they, they look cool as fuck, and, uh, I'm psyched to give away one for the giveaway this month for the Low Life Podcast, but, um... Yeah, man, he's got all kinds of stuff on, and we got new stuff on the website now. He's got a whole bunch of pegs that he made. He's got new bars. He's got a set of these pretty sweet uh, stainless steel uh, moto-style bars, so, like, flat tracker-style bars, which are pretty rad. And, uh, you know, we got a bunch more stuff planned with him, too.
1: Nice, dude.
2: And then, um, other stuff that we got going on, uh, we hung out with Dirty Builds when they were at Cheap Thrills, and, uh, they had all those fucking tabs and everything that everybody's going crazy over. Yeah. You know, there's just nice little fucking welder-up tabs for your sissy bar. They have those sweet tabs that you just, uh, weld on the bottom of, like, your, uh, half inch nine sixteenths or five inch rod sissy bars so you can just fucking bolt it right onto your bike we're gonna have all of those on the website probably by the time this comes out which will be pretty fucking cool too that's
1: such a great collaboration because there's so many people that need those
2: yeah, and it's just like if you're already fucking over buying some hoodies, goodies, stickers, pins, and patches or whatever, you know, <laughs> might as well fucking grab some tabs from the homies, you know, they're making them in the next time over for me, so, you know, everybody fucking needs them, so it just seems like a layup move to uh, be able to work with those guys and, uh, you know, bring people shit that they need, you know, that's what it's all about.
0: Are you going to be selling their, uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? Frame jig, yeah, the frame jig.
2: Um, I think we're still working that whole thing out right now. Yep. But um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure about that. I know that we're definitely gonna start with the tabs first, and then uh, you know, maybe we'll move over to that guy too. It's super nice, you know. I've seen it in person; it looks really wild. Dude, the rotisserie, and, uh, it seems like a really good solution.
0: The rotisserie part alone is
1: uh, so fucking dope. Yeah. To be able to spin the whole frame around. And trust me, as someone who has one that doesn't have a rotisserie, it's a pain in the dick when you're trying to weld the bottom of your frame rails and you're like, there's just no good way to get to it.
2: I'll send you a picture that I have the frame jig that I welded the XJ on. I didn't have a rotisserie, so I flipped it upside down and I had half of the frame jig on a ladder and half of the frame jig like on cinder blocks on a sawhorse. So I can weld the fucking bottom of the frame rails. Like it's the most shot thing of all oh my time. God,
1: I gotta see that it's picture.
2: It's the most like welder up chopper shit of all fucking time. It's terrible, but yeah, having a rotisserie would be. It's great. <laughs> Let me tell you.
1: Absolutely, and we're gonna. They're gonna be on next week. Oh uh, really? Right. Yeah. So they'll uh, they'll can get into some of the details of where people can track <laughs> that shit down until you guys get it all worked out.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, hey, so did we uh, – is there anything that we glossed over here as we're uh, kind of moving to wrap things up?
2: Um, where, where are you guys going next? When are we fucking hanging out again? Let's talk about that real fast.
1: That's true. The next thing is Loctite. What the fuck was that show called?
2: The first one, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm fucking on top of it, boys. Oh, the so I Expo. I think i fucking losing a step over here. <laughs> the, the first show is going to be the Chopperhead show.
0: Yeah. There it is. I told the listeners before you got on that we would get a solidified answer if you were going to be there or not.
2: Yeah, I should probably, uh, yeah. It's going to be one of those things where I'm not going to go, and then 10 minutes before it fucking starts, I'm going to be like, I fucking really want to go. And then I'll bring all the t-shirts and everything. Uh, up there, so are you guys gonna have a booth or anything?
0: Yeah, we got plenty of room for you.
2: Oh, fuck yeah, okay. We so, have, maybe uh, I'll listen, at the very least bring your guys' shirts that I No, have listen, the you
0: bring whatever the fuck you want. We have absolutely nothing to put at our booth. <laughs> like, we're literally oh, just, it's just
1: gonna be your booth. Yeah, we're so. sitting
0: there. <laughs> we're gonna sit at your booth.
1: <laughs> okay, well,
2: I guess I'm going to the show, so. Okay. No
1: weddings, right? Yeah. You don't got anything I'm going on now. that day?
2: No. Dude, I've, I'm done with weddings.
0: <laughs> you're not going to see your you fucking... See, you're not going to play Rummy with Nana? Did you see
2: banana? that fucking meme of Nancy Pelosi ripping up the speech?
0: Yes, dude, dude. This is my favorite dude, meme dude, right you now.
2: Need, you need all the wedding invites, all of the baby showers.
0: You shred <laughs> did Just shred them, Nancy. Just give them to Nancy. Did you see the new one where it said, this motherfucker gave me a Walmart application? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Oh, oh fuck. fantastic!
1: I love it. So yeah, we'll be seeing you there then, man.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. But that's uh the twenty second, I think.
1: Yeah. Two twenty two. Uh right. Two twenty two. I think that is when it is. Yeah. Well, we 22. said it earlier in the show. Yeah. Now February twenty
0: second. Twenty second. From, From eleven a.m. to four p.m.
2: Okay. Cool. Yep. So we'll do that, and then after that, it's Wild Rabbit. Yeah, after, that's after Wild that, Rabbit and then there's the Gypsy Run.
0: Greasy Dozen.
2: Oh Greasy Dozen, sorry, that's what I meant. I always get those two mixed up.
1: Greasy Dozen's gonna be so big. You're going are you going to Greasy Dozen?
2: Yeah. The two that I really want to go to well I have a lot of them that I want to go to this year. Deadbeat and Greasy Dozen? I want to go to the Greasy Dozen, Deadbeat, and Glory Days. Those are gonna be the the three big ones to hit.
1: Glory Days is in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little deep, but um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It looks sick. They, Fat Man went. It looked like they had an amazing turnout for their first year. There's tons of great bikes there. It looks like a really cool venue. They uh they definitely pulled out all the stops. That was like a big show the first year they had it. So I can't even imagine. You know, I'm sure it's gonna be even better this year.
1: Fuck yeah, dude. I can't wait. There's going to be so many good shows, but you have to be at Deadbeat this year.
2: Yeah. Oh, dude. For sure. There's no way the Copper Chopper. I'm getting fucking sand paddles for my bike. That (laughs) cow is getting blown up on that fucking beach. There's no way.
0: That beach will take any motorcycle's life.
2: I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe I won't ride a deadbeat. Maybe I'll just bring a fucking truck full of bikes and then just blow all of them up. I'll have a dirt bike. I'll have the Kawasaki. You now I'll you're in a deadbeat crash spirit. crash the fucking Harley in the woods and then I'll just leave them all and just go home.
0: <laughs> leave them for next quit. year. I'll <laughs> just
2: quit.
1: <laughs> Hang your jersey in the rafters.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, before we get too far into this, let me just take a quick minute to shout out a couple of sponsors that we got here. We got motherfucking Babes Bikes and Beards, a.k.a. B3, Amy and Chris, killing shit down there in the Chelsea, Mass area. Head on over to at Babes Bikes Beards on Instagram, give them a follow, check in with them, get on that fucking Slack team and that calendar of all the dope fucking events so you don't have to be like us and try to scrounge to remember what was on what date they got it on fucking lock next up we got lowbrow customs everything you need for the road ahead since 2004. fucking four go back and check out milwaukee murderer we had tyler on here and it was awesome to hear his story check out lowbrowcustoms.com and also lowbrow Customs on instagram and youtube Next up, we got Deadbeat Customs out of Tewksbury, Mass., with that brand new storefront opened up, right? Ooh, fully open? Yeah. Open and ready for business. it's right off motherfucking Main Street. Sounds important. It's a big <coughs> street. We got uh, Steve out there at Deadbeat crushing it. He's the one who puts on Deadbeat Retreat that you keep hearing us talk about, but uh, go check out the new shop in Tewksbury, Deadbeat Customs on Instagram, Deadbeat Customs on YouTube. And I'm sure they're on any other fucking platform you can think of. Next up, we got Hypnic Jerk Customs. The homie Cam from Australia, now a regular caller of the podcast, <laughs> which is pretty fucking dope. Uh, making some of the coolest taillights you've ever seen. If you haven't checked out the new one, Loctite gave it a shout-out earlier. Head on over to his page and check out that. Rosebud. Rosebud. Thank Thing you. is fucking dope. All made by hand by one fucking guy. With a our TIG machine. And stainless God. buses. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> That and the buses. But seriously, Cam's fucking killing it. Hypnic Jerk Customs on Instagram. HypnicJerkCustoms.com, maybe? I don't know. Probably dot... AU. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think.
0: He's um, making shit up now.
1: <laughs> no, that is. I'm pretty sure that's how they do it there. But uh, yeah. He's a fucking man. Go check his stuff out. Next up we
0: got Loctite Shop Shop. Loctite Shop Shop, conveniently located at the motherfucking Unicorn Ranch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's the dopest name. Uh yeah, we do everything. Service, uh, full builds, storage, dirt bikes, whatever the fuck you want us to do. Lawnmowers we'll too. Lawnmowers. Hey, I decked out a fucking craftsman lawnmower. The thing is, Legitimately, a chopper now. It even says chop shit on it. So, fuck <laughs> you guys. If you want a dope ass lawnmower, Lockside Shop Shop will hook you up.
2: You want a dope ass lawnmower?
0: <laughs> that is what you need. You need to build a
1: sissy bar for that thing. That's what my kid said. Let's He's holding like, a 30 sissy rep. bar so you can get beer. Yeah, that's it. He knows. He knows it's up. It's boring as fuck. That's a big yard. <laughs> uh, and then, last but not least, we got Ferro Fabrication located in Londonderry, New Hampshire for all your motherfucking welding needs. Just sent out that Aluminum Scandia bike frame last week. I got a fender in right now for Kristen. We're wrapping up. And then in between, I'm going to do some cool shit with fucking Old Man Motors this weekend on the Roadstar. So you're going to be seeing that frame come together too. And that tank. The next tank. What's up? Did you talk about the tank? Oh, I didn't even talk about the tank. That tank is dope. So if you didn't catch it on the fucking page, Ferro Fabrication on Instagram, check out the fucking coffin tank that I've been working on. For fucking Dave, getting that shit put together, that's been a wicked fun project. I gotta put um, I gotta put some bungs in the back for the fucking. Are you not putting a tunnel in it? No. So he actually, he gave me the project uh, with a tunnel, right. and I had to take the tunnel out of it because he, similar to you, got he bought it and then put it on the bike, and the tunnel was too low. Or too high, whatever. So it was sitting too far down. Right. So it's like, no, so we're going to do flat bottom. But I'm going to make signs like a – so it's going to sit lower. I'm going to add another layer of the coffin to the bottom so it covers more of the backbone. So it, it's a fucking – it's a shit ton of inches of welding. Yeah. But it's a fun project. That fucking Ryobi grinder – Crushing. i still not a Milwaukee grinder, man. I don't have that money yet. But I the DeWalt fucking grinding. That thing is beast Those are fucking beasts. They'll, fucking, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. If you press too hard on that thing. Or they'll
0: cut you in half. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, so it's been good. If you got a project, hit me up, and we'll get that shit done. That was a long one. hmm Rick, you still there, bud? Yes, sir. I know we got the longest ad reads in the game, but uh, <laughs> this, this is fucking...
0: I want to give one shout-out real quick, too. Yeah. Uh, shout we already out to, did that part, but that's okay. Yeah, we're doing it again. Uh, shout-out to Truth <laughs> at Chopperhead. Uh, if you guys haven't already, I'm sure you have. It's all over fucking Instagram. Check out his new podcast, uh, Big Truth Podcast. He talks about a little bit about choppers, uh, tattoos, and hardcore, hardcore fucking punk rock. So, check it out. Fuck yeah. I love it. And, uh... Let's just do a recap, real quick, of this month's giveaway. It is a set of. We started; it got all jumbled up, so we just got to make it clear. Okay, we got a set of old man. All right, first of all, this giveaway is brought to you by Chicken Fried Choppers, aka Chicken Fried Richard. A.K.A. (laughs) (laughs) ChopShit.com. ChopRich.com. This month, he is giving away a dope-ass set of Old Man Motors handlebars. He's giving you a care package as well from ChopShit.com, where you can get your hoodies, pins, patches, and all your other chopper goodies. (laughs) Um, Chicken Rick came in hot with some new fucking rules for this month. This month, anybody that is a Patreon subscriber, right? Yep. For a dollar or more will be entered into this giveaway. Rick is the most charitable motherfucker in the earth, apparently. He's trying to hook all you motherfuckers up. He's trying to cast out the lure, grab you real quick and fucking rip your lips off. Get you addicted. <laughs> keep you the first bag for free. <laughs> so, Did Rick co-sign this ad <laughs> <laughs> The criteria, you gotta be a dollar and up Patreon subscriber, and you have to be following Chicken Fried Choppers on Instagram, and you need to be following Old Man Motors on Instagram. If you're not following those, we're gonna burn you, motherfucker. That's what we're here for. Get smoked. Get smoked. (laughs) Alright. We did it. That's gonna be
3: (laughs) it.
1: Rick, are you ready to rip some people's lips off?
3: <laughs> I'm ready to rip,
2: dude. I'm fucking like a fucking fish. You know, Rick, he's gonna get Rick, he's fuck hook
0: out. hookout. listen. His new fucking street name is oh, Rick man. the Lip Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> the Lip
2: Ripper. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh
0: my God!
1: This one got out of hand. Yeah, Before it gets more, know, I don't even
2: know what the fucking
1: say. <laughs> well, hey. Do you got any closing words for the people in light of all these <laughs> outrageous things that we've now said?
3: In the
2: oof, voice, you know? You just got to stick with the classic, you know? The name of the game is spray paint that frame.
1: <laughs> there you go. I love it. What do you got? Huh. I think given what we were just talking about at the end there, I'm going to say head on over to Chop Shit. And hold on to those lips. <laughs> and protect protect uh, your lips. <laughs> that's the next sticker, dude. Protect your lips. Protect your lips. <laughs> and it's just gonna have a mouth with a fish hook in it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I'd buy that. Yeah. Black what do you one. got? I got. This one's uh this one doesn't rhyme that much. But just getting the point across. It's Friday, motherfuckers, for only a dollar a month. You, too, can be a prize-winning cunt thanks to chopshit.com. in a bar fest is far-fetched, arm stressed, yes, you aren't threats, you're harmless. Forever crazy like non-vets, I'm complex. Tell them haters I'm not stressed, I'm God blessed. Can't forget that every move I wanna make, there'll be people trying to stop me, but that cool up in my face, it's so fake. If that for fortune offers, I can't wait. You weren't with me on the bottom, you ain't eating off my plate. Hey, yo, Saint, he knows we both to be great. I did my time, but knew we'd shine when they opened the gate, There's no debate. Mastermind grind, ain't no rash decisions I ain't laughing with you, faggot better pass the swisher Won't recognize your face after scrapping with you Before and after picture, buried in the casket with you Stack, stackin' figures, this is raps, racks to riches Since you're bad for business, facts, I'm yeah. smacking half you yeah. bitches I put the pen to the paper, what I scribble is major. major This biblical glow is my nature, the flow for the razors uh. Sharp with it, we deadly like a paw for the gators They hate us, these dudes finna lose, think they play for the Raiders, man. tell me I'm wrong. And a bench with a bitch who's wrong. My window's tennis, so. Those- we gon' suck my dick to this song That's how it goes I write rhymes like Edgar Allen Poe I sent them down to throw the fish And give your bitch the dose Pardon my rhyming But partially I'm inclined With a grimy side that is violent Try to hide it, I'm lying I climbed out of the dirt, I'm grinding I don't want no quarters back I'm chasing after the bag Like a defensive line And I be sliding through the burbs That's my work. Come and find me poster with a Spanish mommy Like a shiny from the 90s Look who's laughing now Shit look at me now Karma met me one time And ain't been back around I'll smack you down Punch your mouth back and foul We not the same Chopper's bang I'm feeling nice You can have a round Pussy come from your father And yes you'll pass it down Pussy These Bitches stop Watch We ain't tracking miles They like safe This ain't a battle But yo that's my style Dead serious I get it You won't crack a smile Every single bar's hitting Y'all listen foul. Leave them leaking with it God, this exactly where I'm running this job get some shit. You thought this was a song, nah, no, I mean, dummy. This a confession. I put the price on his head. It was a cheap bargain. Uh, Damn, I fucking blacked out when the beat started. I woke up in the booth. It's like I'm sleepwalking. Rainmakers keep the streets talking. Keep watching.